Ross. Welcome to our penalty show. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey, it's been a while. It has been. Where am I? You're in the Elias out show, 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 show. All right. So, anyways, we're talking about uh, the U.S. men's national team. Dave, the roster upcoming friendlies versus Brazil and Mexico. Let's do it. Take it. So we're talking about the U.S. men's national team and wait, 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 wait. What what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the U.S. men's national team. So let me tell you guys to mark this day because this is the the first. Yeah, unofficially, obviously, this is the first start of the new the new 2022 cycle. This is where we have all the hopes and all the dreams ahead of us. Here we go. There's a roster to talk about. We're, we, we're, we're back to caring about the U.S. men's national team because the World Cup is over. And now we're going to start a new cycle. We're looking forward to. Yeah, it's time to pay attention. It's time to pay attention again. Exactly. Cutter? Really? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Whatever. 48 teams. I'm going to watch it. It's not like I'm not going to watch it. I mean, we watched the last one. We covered it on the show for God's sake. The last one was phenomenal, though. The last the one was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. <laughs> so we have a we have a new U.S. men's national team roster to talk about. The last uh, of the World Cups. Oh my God! This go on, this go on, go on. This I, is the I, last I'm of the getting... Pure World Cups. No, or Russia. 2018. Russia was the last of the Pure World Cups. It was it though. Are you sure you want to call that pure? I, I I hesitate to use the word pure when in anything regarding FIFA. But or Russia. for lack of a or Russia, yeah, but, but for lack of pretty. better terms, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms, it was the last pure World Cup before shit hits, you know, fucking where yeah, we get the where zero. we get the Big Mac of it now. The, <laughs> we the, get like sixty four teams and like. Can, 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 do you want that large? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> sixty four teams and like seventeen like host nations and something. I don't know. Just go on. Yeah. There's a roster, apparently. It's a, a, a Kumbaya, uh, the, the Kumbaya-hosted World Cup where all yeah. 200 nations are, are qualified. Uh, there is a roster. I don't want to get super deep into who's on this roster. Um, deep. <laughs> obviously, you have, you have uh, Alex Bono and Zach Steffen called up from, from uh, Toronto and from Columbus. I think Zach Steffen is a clear starter there. Uh, the defenders. You've got some... I, for me... Interesting defense defensive line. You've got John Brooks, you got Cameron Carter Vickers, you've got Aaron Long for the Red Bulls, you have Matt Miazga, Shaq Moore, Tim Parker from the Red Bulls. Uh DeAndre Yedlin is back and Antoine Robinson from Wigan. Uh so for me, this is I, I like this. This is a young back line. Uh really interesting. I, I like I want to vibrant. see exactly. I want to see <laughs> these guys. Play together. I want to see them get used to each other. Build chemistry. Just have fun. Just have fun right now. Enjoy each other. Play with. The, Enjoy no, each other's company. Soccer is not fun. It should be serious. They were having fun leading up to that Trinidad game. And look what happened. Well, they were getting cool. carried over puddles. When they were getting carried over puddles, <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go on. In the midfield, we've got Tyler Adams. Kellen Acosta, Paul Ariola, Julian Green for some reason. Sebastian Legette, despite being injured for the Galaxy, is back uh, in the U.S. men's national team Ooh. shirt. Uh, Wesley McKinney, Christian Weldon, Will Trapp, and Tim Weah. And forwards, we have uh, Andrea Novakovic, Bobby Wood, and Giassi Zardes. Lewis, <laughs> go. All right, I'm going to go to the Where? bathroom. Where? Do, do, do you want me to start on Jazzy or do you want me to go somewhere else before I get to Jazzy? 
Start on Giassi, so then I can walk away for a start second. On, yeah, start on Giassi. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So Bobby has to go to the. Bobby has to take a pee break. I will start with Giassi's artist. What the fuck? I thought we were past this. We were supposed to be going forward and actually trying to qualify for the World Cup, and we're still calling in. Jazzy's artist. Look, Jossie, I like Jazzy's artist. Jazzy's artist is the top scoring American in the world, Lewis. <laughs> oh my God, that's so in horrible to say. World, Jossie's that artist itself, is the top scoring American. That will tell you exactly the state of this national team when that statement is actually true. Uh, you got a major problem if Jazzy's artist is the top scoring American striker in the world. Look, I like the guy. I have nothing against Jazzy, and I'm glad he's having the season that he's having in Columbus. But the same way that he had that that uh, that season in when was it 2014 or 13, whenever it was, and he was scoring goals, I even said, "Look, this is a fluke. This is this is." Um, well, can you call it a, a fluke if he's put up this many goals this season? He put up that many goals when he was with us that one season. Look at you. Look at Edson Buttle. And, uh, you know, he, he was good for, what, 10, 11 goals when he played for Columbus. And when he was in New York, he was good for, I forget how many goals he had in, in New York. But then he came to the Galaxy. He had that one amazing season. I believe that was 2011, where everything he touched was golden. And that was it. And then he just fell off the face of the planet. It, it, it was a, a sharp you know what Sorry, what it is? Not. I mean, look, Jazzy Zardes, I, I always said, as an MLS player, he's fine. Um, you put him into something more competitive, I think he falls. Um, and I stand by that. Granted oh, that he needed ultimately. a change of scenery, I, I agree that he needed it and it helped him. I think it evens out next season. He's also, like you said, an American striker playing in MLS. Historically, that's not a good thing. The when you talk about like Taylor Twelman, Roy Lasseter, you talk about some of these guys Wondolowski. that uh, Chris Wondolowski, you talk about these guys that tear up MLS and get to an international level and they just they, they, they don't score. They can't hack it. It's it, it, it's a it's a level that's just too much for them. And Jazzy Zardes is going to be that guy. He has been that guy. I never thought he would be. Uh, he should be on the national team. And yet here we are um, two months um, out of the World Cup in which we didn't qualify, calling him again. It's, yeah, but look who's it, calling it, him, Lewis. Look who's calling him. So which brings me to my next point. Is Bobby back yet? No? Good. So which brings me to my next point. We are – I'm here, but go again, ahead. Again, two, mo- <laughs> <we are> two <laughs> months out of the World Cup, we are – in a new World Cup cycle, we we the the, the federation said, oh, okay, we're, we're we're putting in GMs for the women's national team, for the men's national team. We're we're we're, we're gonna we, we I, cut out Klinsman because he was the he was the problem and he was the cancer. We're gonna start all over again, and we're gonna go into 2022 wiser and smarter and more experienced. And you know, we we, we approach this differently now. We can't take it for granted, and we're gonna stress youth. And we're going to move forward. And nobody's in charge. The United States has yet to hire a head coach 
going forward, and uh, Sarakin is still the interim uh, manager at the time. Uh, it's <laughs> th- th- there's two things that, that I have to say. Number one, I, I have no idea what's like what's going on. I, I figured that this would have been a priority. Granted, that you're not going to play a competitive game until next summer uh, in the Gold Cup, but you want to give that coach all the time you can afford him to get this started on the right foot. And you right. have Just, yet to even even interview a single candidate, which leads me to believe you're going to hire an American MLS coach, which I had said um, after Klinsman was fired that that's what's going to happen. They're going to take the safest route possible because they're not going to take that risk again. At least not yet. Maybe the next cycle. Maybe 2026 when we're well, hosting I think, it. I, I think that was Bruce. I think that w- that that's what the the safe hire was. The no, 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 no. Hire. no, 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 no. Coming, I, I'm not coming talking in. about. I'm not talking about trying to salvage the 2018 campaign. I'm talking about on a permanent basis where you know. What if it? Okay, so what if it's Tata? What if so they're waiting for Tata? So, on the top of the list, I got to figure that. You got to figure that it's Burhalter that they're probably waiting for. A lot you of people are saying Peter Vermes. Peter Vermes is the other one. I, I actually would put maybe him before Burhalter. I just think as far as a political move, Burhalter would be number one. Peter Vermes is the second one I had in mind. If you're holding out hope, because obviously if you're not interviewing anyone, is because they already have some sort of job. Uh, Tata Martino is probably the one you're most hopeful for i think at the beginning of 2017 people were hopeful for oscar pareja i'm not sure if he's on that list right now uh i don't i don't see why he wouldn't be on the list to be perfectly honest there have been rumors that um boca juniors coach guillermo barros escaloto by the way that was my fantasy pick for the galaxy head coaching job um Rumors that he may be uh, a candidate. His uh, his contract doesn't expire until December, so if he's on the top of the list, that would make sense. Uh, right now, I'm not really sure if I'm buying into the rumor, but it's apparently picking up a little bit of steam. I mean, what do you guys think about that? The fact that you know the, the coaching situation hasn't even been fixed yet, I- or even or even settled. Obviously, it's, it's it's wasted time. This is a opportunity where you have two good opponents. You can bring in some guys just to kind of see. I mean, not nobody you bring in for this round of games is going to tell you much of anything when it comes to who your your team is going to be going into World Cup qualifying. All you're doing is you're you're just trying to get to know some players. Um. You know, this starting 11 is not going to be reflective of anything, but you at least get familiar with them. You see what kind of uh, player they are. You see what kind of work rate they put into your, into training. You can get them on the right track. If they need adjusting, you can give them direction and say, hey, maybe this isn't the best situation for you. Maybe you don't go here. Maybe you need to go over here instead and start working on that. And, and as much time as you can put in with these players as possible, that is the best case scenario but obviously this is nothing more than a these games are nothing more than a money grab i mean they're playing brazil and mexico for god's sakes 
Um, yep, and it always goes back to that. It all, I mean, U.S. soccer, they, they are fixated with money. This is uh, this is American again, sports business right here. But again, this is the thing. This is the thing that uh, Carlos Cordero brought up when he was elected as U.S. soccer president. He's saying the federation does not make enough money. That Germany makes three times what we make. I call horseshit. I call horseshit. This is the same guy who's sucking Trump's dick. I'm not believing a goddamn word he's saying. Ugh, imagine the things that come out of that mouth if you're sucking oh that. Oh, my God. Ugh. 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 I do not believe a goddamn word that guy's saying. And like I said, he, he's working for FIFA, so there's, I mean, there's nothing pure about that. I, I find it hard to believe that, granted that, you're going to have more interest in in, in Germany and you have the United States but you're not going to sit there and tell me that you don't have the infrastructure and the the monetary means and resources to do what you need to do you're not convincing me of that not for, well, for one second you have everything that you need make it work that's what you were put in there for make it work and right now you're already dropping the ball the, the fact that you haven't even started moving or started getting a, I mean I, I'm not sure if they have a plan B or not maybe they don't need a plan B you're about to ask an American MLS coach why would you turn that down maybe they don't have a plan B maybe there is like well it's either Vermees or Burhalter. one might turn me down but not the other I, I, yeah, I, I mean I that's, I, that's true I, I, I just I mean it, it's it's frustrating you're, you're, you're starting off the cycle on the wrong foot and everything you're saying is true David about like the players look that you're, you're you're trying to get to know these players uh uh who who brings what to to training to the to the field to the team and it's true that's 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 what this is for you're, you're preparing for better competition but in doing so why is an interim manager doing that this should be a permanent manager who's supposed to be focusing on these players and seeing and having an idea of okay who am i going to build around um, who are the leaders? Who's going to step up? All this is a permanent manager's job, not an interim manager's job. You got a major problem right there. And you're not starting off the cycle on the right foot. And that's just like, I mean, th th that's just my opinion right there. I, I think that they're already dropping the ball. And the fact that you're waiting for an MLS coach, I, I think, again, that's about as safe of a pick as you're going to get. And again, to me, you're, you're you're dropping the ball. You're not doing anything to, to move forward. You're you're gonna be stuck. Um, you're gonna be stuck in neutral, and you're gonna go back to where you know what? Maybe we could just go back to. I'll punch above my weight. I'll still be the little pesky underdog, and you know, because that seemed to work for us. What what we've we've lost our ambition, and you know, the the, the missing on the last World Cup kind of taught us that, and. We're just going to go back to where we're comfortable. Bobby, you have any thoughts on this? No, not really. You guys covered it all pretty much. Lewis covered it a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you, what you, uh, I'll just don't see, pay me to do. I'll just see what, see what, just see what happens. Just see what happens these two days. I'm not losing my shit over it right now. It's these are throwaway games. These are just where players actually just learn each other on the field. Um, to, maybe for me, I'm I'm a little uh, against the grain. I feel like not having a uh, full time coach right now doesn't really give them a. Um, 
narrow perspective uh, from a coach's um, ideals um, so they can just start getting um, familiar with one another and uh, on the field uh, just on their own and kind of like develop some kind of um, familiarity or culture within themselves. So that may be that may that may actually build something stronger in the team. But who knows? We'll see. What I do like, uh, since I didn't talk about the lineup, but what I do like about the lineup, obviously, this is not going to be the same uh, uh, roster that you're going to see in the Gold Cup, and definitely not the it same roster you're going to see. It feels new. It feels right, fresh. Right. Yeah. If there is a, uh, there is that feeling of okay, we we're. We're going to the next generation. Uh, the goalkeepers, especially, we obviously know that Tim Howard and and Brad Guzan are not coming back. Nick Romano is not coming back. So um, I, I like the goalkeepers. I'm I'm kind of uh, a little um, not puzzled, but I'm a little surprised that Team Milia isn't on the list of goalkeepers. That's probably my, the, the only thing I'm kind of like mm, about. Um, I like the fact that Zach Stefan is in there. Um, I, I like the defenders uh, overall. Uh, Carter Vickers is going to be interesting to see how he uh, how he stands up. I, I I still don't think he's in one of the top leagues. I still he's still like in what like the championship maybe League One. Uh, where is he right now? I think he's a championship championship. I know he's on loan. I think he's still Tottenham's player, but I know he's on loan. He's currently playing uh, below that. So I mean, I, I would like to see. I, I know he's still young, but I would like to see him get into one of the top leagues and you know uh, oh. be a be a factor. Uh, and, and as far as the he's midfielders, at Swansea, by the way, he's a Swansea. Oh, there you go. Okay, Swansea. So, um, you know, I, I like the midfielders. I like Kellen Acosta. I, I like Tyler Adams. Um, obviously, Julie. I mean, not Julian Green. I'm sorry. Uh, Christian Pulisic's not on here because of injury. You know that it's going to be built around him. Um, Tim Weah is getting some minutes in PSG, which is encouraging. Weston McKinney is getting minutes in his German side, which is also encouraging. Uh, kind of a head scratcher for me. Uh, Will Trap is probably the one that's kind of like, really? Mm. Okay, whatever. Um, and then, of course, the forwards. Uh, I think Bobby Wood is like the only one that you're saying, okay, you know, he's, you know, um, the only one that stands out. Um, uh, we've always been. He, he was, his team got relegated last year and they were, his, he was bad for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, unfortunately, as has been always the case for national teams, um, the striker position, we don't have a score. Uh, that was supposed to be Altador. I think that was, um, I think it's safe to say that, that he was a bust. Yeah, um, I can say it. I, I can say Altador was a bust. Yeah. Um, and there's nobody in line that can, that, that, that's there that's saying he's, uh, he's the next prospect. Uh, the fact that Jazzy Zaris is on this team says as much. <laughs> but there you go. We'll see what happens. You got Brazil, Mexico. Um, I think they're going to get Galaxy six two six zero. I think I, Lewis, you said that the the team is going to go back to punching above their weight. They certainly did against France when they played uh, against them in the before the World Cup. And and I think that this team team has more fight or at least the, this set of players has more fight than than you think they are but i mean it's a situation where so. depending on depending on who the coach is it, it could all get blown up maybe some of these guys don't fit in whatever system the coach you know whether it's baros caloto whether it's peter vermes whether it's uh, tata martino maybe he doesn't fit into the system that 
um, that the new coach, when they eventually hire him, uh, is, is going to employ and, and it's going to be the odd man out. So which is it's, which is why I say it's a, it's another important reason why getting a coach as soon as possible. Is, I mean, that's a necessity. Like, yeah. what but, players but are going to fit in but, your system? But for now, at least, I mean, if you want to look at it on the bright side, for now, at least these guys get some high level games, and assuming the the whatever the new coach is doesn't unearth some hidden talent pool somewhere, they're the most of these guys are going to be in the team going into the the World Cup qualifying here. I uh, I was I was about to ask: Is there anyone aside from Pulisic? Is there anyone on the on the like that was omitted that you would think? Oh yeah, he's going to be on there, but for reasons he's not. Like, is there anyone on the like out there in the talent pool that this roster is missing? Can you really can you really call uh, this sort of thing? A, can you call it a snub for anything? I think that. A lot of people would have thought Andrew Carlton, but he hasn't gotten as many minutes as we thought he would in mm-hmm. Atlanta this year. Um, you have the kid who uh, was his name, Josh Sargent, who's uh, uh, in uh, Warder Bremen. Bremen, I, I don't think he's in, on this roster, but he might be injured. I'm not sure. No, he's in there. I don't even think he's in Warder Bremen. I think he's. I think he went to Division Two, didn't he? Uh, well, he might be playing for. Um, for Warder Berman too. Maybe. But he's but, not on this roster. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to say there's any snubs, especially I'm, I'm actually you know, at the surprised. Beginning. I'm actually surprised that Leggett is on, is on this uh, roster. I think that he's been doing better, but he's still not the Leggett that we, you know, that called, got called up. Uh, I agree. Before the injury. But maybe this goes a long way into bringing that confidence back that he needs maybe i i agree that the the, the call-up was uh, a little a little odd um probably about as, as odd as geo making the mexico squad um but uh you know I'm, I'm happy for him i hope he uh i hope he excels because before his injury he was probably one of the better players on that national team or at least the guy who uh, you can rely on to uh, give you that spark so um, hopefully he gets back to that. One last thing before we leave, since we're talking about coaches, David, if you had a choice, who's your coach? Between the, the people that we mentioned? Or if you have someone else in mind, realistically, that could uh, emerge as, uh, as a candidate. Besides myself? Besides yourself. <laughs> Obviously. And, and Bobby, actually. Actually, I would put Bobby in charge before I put my, myself in charge. Because I think that I, I, would, I would get too lost in the... Uh, in the niceties, oh, yeah. Bobby would just come and tell me like it is. Like, nope, you suck. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't ever step foot on this field again. I would, yeah, I, w- um, I, I would. I wouldn't be scared to pull a, a geo or or someone like that during a game to make a point. I wouldn't either. It would frustrate the shit out of me. In fact, I would tell people like, in and then sub them out. <laughs> <laughs> what, I didn't hear that. What did you say? <laughs> I said I'd sub Jermaine Jones in and then back out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That, like, that's, that's, that's like hardcore, though, because you just use two subs right there just to make a point. You know? I, I would actually – well, 
Oh, no, because I wouldn't call Jazzy Zardos up to begin with, but, like, I would probably, like, get him off the bench and do the same thing that David just said. Mm -hmm. But, like, as soon as he runs off, I'd be like, dude, I'm just kidding, dude. Go get a first touch. Get out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. What, what, you do, what you do, Lewis, is you sub Jazzy Zardos in uh, as a forward for, like, three minutes, and then you sub out the right back and tell Jazzy, okay, go back to the right back. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh man! Uh, all right, so who's your coach after all that? <laughs> I don't have anybody. I say LA uh, is our house. Yeah, there you go. The, the three of us, <laughs> the three of us together, we can. I think we can form a, a good team. I no. To be honest with you, I think that obviously, you look at the name. You look at a guy like Barros Caroto. You look at his international resume, and you say, okay, well, he doesn't have experience in, in the international game, but he's coached. Uh, He's coached at Lanús. He's coached at Boca Juniors. Uh, he knows the American player from playing in MLS. That would be that would be the risky, uh, you know, high risk, high reward pick. I think that Greg Berhalter is probably your pra pragmatic pick, and I don't consider Peter Vermees. I uh, I agree, actually. Um, I think that the lack of experience on the international level kind of like makes me a little wary about um, Escaloto. I, I feel that I, I'm not really sure where you start off, to, to be perfectly honest. Obviously, um, you need a jumping off point. Uh, and, and to be perfectly honest, the United States is almost perfect for it, except that we're in this transition period where I'm not sure they're willing to take that risk. Can I, can, I make a, can I make a ridiculous pick? Yeah, go ahead, by all means. Diego Simeone? Oh, that'd be awesome. I love it. <laughs> Except that you, you would just have... imagine him wanting to fight like just everyone? What, what, what I love about that is that he would be doing the exact same thing the United States had always been doing. Except better. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just going to sit back and defend and counter the shit out of you. But it's just going to be a lot more effective. Yeah. <laughs> um, my pick would be... You know what? I, I don't think it's even that outrageous. I, I want to say Jose Peckerman at this point. He, he Earlier today, he, he did not renew his contract with Colombia. He coached them for the past six and a half years. Took them to the quarterfinals, first time in history, got him out of the, the group stage here in 2018, um, the most successful coach that Colombia has ever had. Um, and he was once considered uh, a candidate for the United States uh, job leading into, I believe, 2010 when Klinsman was, uh, it was between Klinsman and Peckerman. Both of them fell through and eventually they hired Bob Bradley and then uh, Peckerman signed with Columbia and Klinsman signed with the United States and we know how that turned out. I wouldn't mind giving Peckerman a chance here. He is a tactician, and he has developed youth in Colombia. And you mm -hmm. saw that in 2018, he got he got rid of a lot of the veterans, brought in a lot of youth players. I think that's a perfect fit. Whether or not the, the Federation uh, takes that risk is uh, a different story, but I think that would probably be the most... It would be risky, but I think it would be the most safest of the risk picks mm. if you're asking me uh, i would probably I, I would choose peckerman right now if i had the choice so out of the three of us not one of us picked tata martino well i was gonna i was gonna make that joke but yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if i'm holding out hope that uh, that an mls coach is in the is in 
you know, the reason why no interview, <laughs> it would be Tata Martino at the top of that list. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to our penalty show. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thank you. And this is Bobby. Later. Oh, man, I didn't even say goodbye. I know. You're really bad at the timing <laughs> of that now. <laughs> no, I, this is the time that I hear, like, you going. I'm not sure if I'm just coming in the